What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. How the hell are you guys? It's one week before Christmas. If you haven't done it already, please subscribe. I have new episodes every Monday. Also, if you haven't done it yet, give us a five-star review. It helps more than you know. And uh, how do you guys like this audio? Slick, right? I just got a new podcast arm, uh, a new podcast arm set to put my condenser mic in, complete with pop filter. That's right. Come on, man, is next level. All right, this week, I had a very fun conversation with our 3% brother from Manchester, England, Sean George. We talked about him being a police officer in England without a gun, how the girl he's been dating for a little while now has been bugging him to lock him down, as well as other aspects of his 3% path. Sean stayed up until 1.15 in the morning, his time, to record this with me, so I really appreciate him taking the time. And I'll bring you that conversation right after a word from this week's sponsor. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, everybody. I've got Sean George with me this week. He's joining me from Manchester, England. It's 1.30 in the morning there. He's staying up late just to share his 3% story. Do you do you work like graveyard shifts or something? Like, what do you do? I do shift work, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm in emergency services, but I'm off. I'm off for three more days. So that's why I can afford to be with you today. Oh, got it. Yeah. Emergency services, what kind of emergencies? Like EMT? Police. Oh, you're, are you a cop? Yes. Oh, yes, shit. Yes. <laughs> it was funny. Just uh, a couple of weeks ago, I just had uh, uh, one of the guys on from the uh, the page. He, he was He's a lawyer. Oh. <laughs> 
So I yeah. got now I got a, I got the opposite side there. Actually, yes, he was yeah. he's a divorce attorney though, so right. it's, it's totally yeah. different. Totally different. Yeah, not our field that one. <laughs> how long have you? How long have you been uh, in law enforcement then? Uh, a couple of years. Okay. So I did eight, I did eighteen months part time. So over here you can you can be a cop part time. Okay. If that makes sense. So I was uh, I'm, a, I'm a carpenter by trade. Oh, okay. Uh, so I did that. So I've been a carpenter for 10 years. Uh, but then about eight months ago, I, did, I joined full-time. So I thought I'd make the switch and just join full-time. It's been good. What made you want to be a, a full-time police officer? Uh, to be honest with you, the industry that I was in, uh, there, were, there were no progression. Uh, no progression financially. No progression in terms of management. And uh, I got a, I got a taster for it part time, and I really enjoy it. You know, uh, uh-huh. money's far better. Different role, different challenge every day. Uh, it's really good. Really enjoy it. Is it true that police officers in England can't carry guns? You guys? Yeah, it's complete. It's completely different to you guys over there. Uh, yeah. No guns whatsoever. We have armed. We have an armed department. Yeah, uh, like, like a you know, sh- like SWAT. Yeah. Or yeah, something. yeah, shit's going down in there, cold. But no, we don't carry guns whatsoever. That's it's different. We have we have tasers. That's we have tasers. Sucks. I mean, I mean, it does, like, how do you feel about that? I'm just curious. It's a different you know, culture. Yeah. It's a different you know, culture. The, the, the threat's completely different. You know, okay. you guys we, in America, people have guns on them, and it's quite widely known that you've got guns. Yeah. In England, it's just not known. Got you know, yes, of course, there's guns over there. There's guns over here, but. Half half a percent compared to what you guys have got. Yeah, you know? I I have a concealed carry permit. Like I can I can walk around yeah. with a gun. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I I dated a uh, a police officer last year for about three months. Yeah, she was a cool chick too, and uh, she took me on a ride along with her. Right, and she knew I had a concealed carry permit, and but on the paperwork I had to fill out like a background check. Uh, yeah. thing uh, and and it said no weapons allowed unless like prior authorization is given yeah. I go oh I, I can't carry that day and she goes it's my car it's my rules go ahead and carry and she goes in fact I'd prefer you did and I was like oh you're so hot right now <laughs> <laughs> it's that just was... a completely different world over there you know but, yeah. uh, it is cool but yeah like you said you have a different mentality to us because we don't we, we don't have we don't have that mindset where we have to protect ourselves, if you know what I mean. Yeah. We just go out and we do our own thing. Yeah, there's people, there's, there's, there's people with guns, but sure. But because it's so small, you know, it's just not needed. But, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I just find it, I find it fascinating to talk to all the different guys on the page because people yeah. come, people join from all over the world. We have people. Oh, it's an amazing page. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think like one of my, I think the second, Skype inter- or uh, Zoom interview I did was uh, with Jose Sphere from uh, from Chile. Of all Chile, places. yeah, brilliant episode. Really enjoyed that one. Oh, good. Yeah, it, I was yeah, surprised yeah. at like how popular that episode was, but it was like it one was of good. the like largest download episodes. Uh, and yeah, and Jose's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah dude, really people is. people want to know what's going on in Chile, brother. I don't know. Yeah. So let me ask you this: What led you to first read How to Be a Three Percent Man? Uh, so I'm quite one of the earliest ones. So 2014, 
Oh, classic wow. Yeah, classic scenario. Uh, got with a girl I work with, ended disastrously, <laughs> completely on my fault. And yeah, at the time I blamed her, mm-hmm. uh, but at the moment, you know, as you as you get as you get more experience, you realise it's completely down to you. Uh, found him on YouTube, engrossed myself with his videos, and then about a year later, happened again, another girl, heartbroken usual story and then I thought you know what I'm going, to, I'm going to take him seriously now and then read his book and then five six years now I've just read his book every year and uh, what a guy <laughs> what a did guy you, do you just yeah. read it like once a year then or yeah yeah no I just yeah sometimes I'll just think you know what I'm just going to listen to it so I'll listen to it for seven or eight hours over three or four days but then sometimes I'll just read certain chapters you know if I need, if I need to just polish up on something I'll read it okay uh, but yeah for probably four or five years now, I've actually took it seriously, proper seriously. Very yeah. cool. So how many times, did you ever tally it? Do you know how many times yeah, you've I'm, actually I'm, run it? Yeah, I'm probably about nine or ten now. Okay. Like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's a solid amount, solid amount. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. all trying to get to that 15. Yeah, it's a lot. That's 15 is a lot, man. But yeah, no, it's good. You know what? Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Benny uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we did a podcast together. Do you know Benny uh, I, Lichtenwaller? He's one of he's one of the uh, Pages resident dating yeah. coaches. He uh, he and I were talking about it. We were saying how like you could read the book a million times, but if you don't yeah. go out and practice the principles, like it's Absolutely, just yeah. it doesn't make see, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you have to see it working for you to believe it. I think you've got yeah. to see certain things. You've got to notice it yourself. You've got to think, you know what? That's actually true. You know? Yeah, and girls will tell you. Girls will tell you when it works. Yes, 100%. yeah. They do tell you. You yeah. don't. You don't even have to tell them about the book. Like the, no. uh, I hear stories on the page all the time where guys will say, you know, their girls are like, "There's something different about you," you know, than other guys. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because I've heard that. Heard that one a few times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Are there any other like dating and relationship books that you've read? Or yeah, Tommy you- Contraction. Okay, I've read that one. Fantastic book. Uh, it's not necessarily a dating book, but the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yes. <laughs> yeah, fantastic book. That's taught me a lot about life. Uh, what else is there? The Way of a Superior Man. You were talking about that the other week. Yeah, I'm not. A, I wasn't a fan yeah. of that, but did you like it? I did. Yeah, it's very deep. You know, it's not necessarily the easiest book to understand, but no, it the principles are there. I do get the principles. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I think yeah. Corey talks about it a little bit. Because, I mean, he yeah. references it, but he talks yeah. about, like, uh, how, uh, you know, a woman, when she's, you know, mad, she's like the ocean, and, like, you're just in a boat trying to, yeah. you know. brilliant that, analogy. Brilliant. That, and that all that all came from Way of the Superior yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. How would you say, then, that, um, so you mentioned Atomic Attraction, and I've read that, yeah. like, seven times now, I think. Um, it's, like, one of my what I call the holy trinity of dating yeah. books. Um, really how, in your words, though, like how do you think it differs from 3% Man? I think it's just very, I've only read it twice, so I'm not quite as clued up, but I do think it's more, I don't know, it's more like a structured, the fundamentals are more structured, if you know what I mean. It's more uh, key principles, I yeah. think, where Corey, Corey, di- Corey diverts and goes on. 
to his own topics and his own stories, which are great because you can relate to them. But yeah, the atomic attraction is just bam, bam, bam. You know, do this, do this, do this. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very yeah. clear. It cites uh, yeah. studies, and then it has like case studies where like, yeah. he gives an example, but it's not his own example. It's like yeah. I definitely recommend people read that book. It's really good. Yeah, really good. yeah, I definitely yeah. do too. Yeah. So let me ask you then this: uh, What was your last aha moment that you got from your last read of Three Percent Man? In terms of what you said the other week, where you don't necessarily take it all in. Oh, okay. When you said that last week, when you said you're taking parts of it, you've got to read it more than once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, so yeah, he, yeah, like he explains that at the beginning of the book, because I'm listening to it for the 11th time now. Yeah. And he talks about like why you should read it, you know, more than once. Yeah. And uh, But that the idea that I got was from Bob Proctor, because Bob Proctor, who's like a big law of attraction guy, talks about uh, how like if you're listening to audio – He's like, you'll hear something and then something will resonate from that. And so yeah. your mind will come up, you know, and yeah. start thinking about some other tangent and you, you'll be hearing it in the background, but you're not listening to it. And yeah, then you'll come back. Mean, yeah. yeah. He's like, and then you'll come up. back. And yeah. So I do find myself when I'm, when I'm with women or when I'm on, on dates, you do find yourself in certain situations where you think this is part of the book. I remember part of the book now. Or you, do you know when you do something or you say something, you think that's what I'm on. That's what I need to do. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, so I just did an episode, a solo episode. It hasn't published. I mean, by the time this publishes, yeah. it will have published. But I did an episode on like how I attracted Marine Corps chick, who I've talked about on the page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're, uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I've talked about it yet uh, in other podcasts, but she and I are exclusive now at the time of this recording. Right. And I just, and we had that conversation. So she sat down with me and she's like, so, you know, she brought it all up and I just let her. And yeah. I immediately thought to the part of the book where he talks about that. And so I immediately just like regurgitated word for word for the book. I go, oh, so do well, I have to, book. yeah, do I have Hello. to burn my black book now? And she's like, yes. And I was like, oh my God, this is just like the book. <laughs> yeah. I did it earlier. Uh, I've been seeing a girl for a few weeks and uh, yeah, she she was a little bit, what's the word? She she got a little bit tense. And she she chucked her phone down. This was only about six hours ago. And, oh, really? Uh, I said, okay. Yeah, I said, what's up? She said, nothing. I said, no, something's up, something's changed. And I says, yeah. nothing, I'm fine. I says, you're not fine, talk to me. And I just opened her up like he does in the book. Yeah. And about five, five, ten minutes later, I was like, well, there you go then. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's really good. It's brilliant. Don't leave anything you know out. Tell me everything. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, 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 it's mind blowing when you find out, you know, it's, it's a shame people don't know. Like I said, it's only 3% who know, but it's, it's, it's life changing when you know. I was talking to uh, some of the other admins on the page and uh, a few of them like Matt and Chris, they're both in long-term yeah. relationships. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm just getting into, a relationship with, uh, with Marine Corps chick. And so I'm like the part that I need to work on, I think that I really mm-hmm. haven't even run into the, the last few months is when a chick, it. well, I was going to say, well, like when a chick brings her problems to you, yeah. cause as a man, you naturally just want to fix their problems. So you're like, what Oh, well, do, this yeah. is what you should do. And that's not what chicks want. And I'm no. like, that is going to be the fucking hardest thing for me. 
Yeah, they just want you to listen, don't they? A lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing when you find out. So I'm gonna I haven't gotten to that with her yet. Uh yeah. so so I'm yeah, when that happens, I really gotta be conscious of yeah, not trying to solve her problem, just be like, oh, and yeah. how does that make you feel? You know, how are you enjoying it? Yeah, how are you enjoying <laughs> it? How's it going? With her, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's uh one of the cool things about her is she's a motorcyclist. Yeah. And uh so she's been teaching me how to ride a motorcycle. So I just bought a helmet today so I can uh because right. she you know, she's uh she drives me nuts that she doesn't she actually doesn't like riding with a helmet. Yeah. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Like why crazy. would you why would you do that? And she's just like, I'm not worried about it. And I'm like and then I get on her bike and I'm just like, that's all I could think about. I was like, I don't have any protection on my, on my head. No, no. You yeah. Know, I'd be wearing a helmet as well. I'd be wearing one. Yeah. So I just ordered a helmet today and uh, she likes it. She digs it. I think I'm going to look like a Mad Max bad guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not calling you a pussy then for wearing a helmet. No, no. But no, she did no. say, like, we were talking about me buying a bike yeah and uh, she has you know a standard transmission bike and so that's what i'm, I'm learning on and i know how to drive a st standard transmission car but the bike i'm still trying to you know work the clutch a little bit when it yeah. to, to get it going shifting is fine once i'm going but starting it clean and not killing it every time is is a struggle and so she was telling me how they make automatic bikes now and i was like oh well shit why don't i just get one of those and she goes if you get one of those i'm gonna make fun of you and i was like right. <laughs> so she's judging you yeah, yeah fair, fair enough yeah. fair enough yeah so and she's a you know she's a marine so i can't let her i can't let her no. like outdo me so no of course yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm clueless when it comes to bikes just just cast for me yeah and that's how it's been my my whole yeah. life you know how, yeah. how, how old are you i'm 30 you're 30 okay yeah yeah, so I'm 41, and I've never ridden a bike, and uh, yeah. she's she's 30 also. Right. So she's uh, 11 years younger than me. Brilliant. Well yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's like she's a badass on that bike, you know. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, dude. I all right, yeah. fine. Like I'm not gonna it's be massive. Yeah. Joe, somebody's confidence. Somebody's got the confidence to ride a bike and own it. You know, it's brilliant. Yeah, and yeah. I figure, I figure, if nothing else, like if this doesn't work out at least I'm going to, it's kind of, I can add motorcycle to my resume when I go, yeah. you know, want to get back out on the circuit next time and of course, yeah. ch chicks dig bikes, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. More strings to your bow. What's yeah. that? More strings to your bow. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. So, um, okay. So we talked about some uh, principles that you've implemented in your, in your dating life so far. So are you, so this girl you're with, she, you're, you, you're exclusive with her then? No. Yeah. She's been pushing for it. Uh, she's been pushing for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a go to be fair. Yeah. I've yeah. been seeing her for quite a while and uh, she's a great girl. Uh, yeah. So to be fair, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it to be fair. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, and that's cool because that, that's always been my ultimate goal. Like I, I'm not, yeah. I, I, I do enjoy like splitting, uh, spinning plates, you know, that's yeah. kind of fun. But at the end of the day, I, I, I do, did eventually want to find one yeah. chick that I could be exclusive with. Cause that, yeah, I mean, course, but yeah. it's not for everybody. Some people want to be Hugh Hefner their whole fucking lives. Yeah. That's cool, man. You know, but yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, don't get me wrong. I've, I've, I've enjoyed dating. And I've had I've had girlfriends, I've had ex-girlfriends. I enjoy dating. Uh-huh. Uh, 
this girl's for the last two or three occasions I've seen her, she's been pushing and it's, it's, it's got a little bit yeah uncomfortable because she's end of the day she she wants it she wants me on my own so yeah. she wants me on to herself so you know for that reason I couldn't I either had to end it yeah. or I had to say to her look you know to be fair yeah you're right let's go for it so well, let's, her let, idea. let's talk about that a little bit then so she's brought she's clearly brought it up but you did she's brought, you it, up a few, she brought it up four five six times yeah. yeah so how did you like respond to that then yeah she's a uh, She's got children. Okay. Uh, they're not mine. And that's always been something that I want. I want my own children. Yeah. I do feel I'm young enough to find somebody who doesn't have kids. Uh, but then I just found myself really enjoying the company more and more. And I thought, you know what? This girl, not everything's perfect. You know, mm-hmm. she's a great girl. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. So the last two or three times, she's been like making the odd joke. Uh, she started laughing. We went for a drink the other week and she started laughing. Yeah. And I said, what are you laughing at? She says, oh, she says, I'm just laughing when you're going to uh, meet somebody else and make me heartbroken. And she said it as a joke, but she wasn't. She was being serious. Yeah, she's hinting. Yeah, she's hinting. Yeah, she's hinting. And, uh, but yeah, no, she's a good girl. And I think, you know what? I enjoy her company, so I'm going to take myself off the market, I think. So she's never, she, she's just sort of giving you drop subtle hints, but she's never, like, you've never said... What do you mean by that? Like, what? Like, let's talk about this. What do you mean by that? You've never had that yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've done that line, and uh, I've always been on social. I've been on dating apps, and she knows I've been on dating apps. Okay. And uh, she's like, "Oh, who, is that Tinder going off on your phone? If something vibrates, or look at my phone, is it? Oh, which girl's that? That's what she says. So she'll uh, say it with a smile on her face. So she'll go, "Which girl's that?" And I'll go, "Nobody." Uh huh. And she go. Oh, I'm only joking like that, but she's not. She's not joking. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, but you know what's funny about that is chicks like that competition, though. They, like, find you more attractive when you've got options, right? It's they so do, yeah, but she's, she's so at the end of the line. This one. It's true, yeah, but this girl's at the end of the line. Yeah, she's, she's, she's ready, she wants huh? it. Yeah, she's ready, yeah, yeah, which is fine. It's it's not fair to carry on. So if... Uh, so if we're like, cause men, we're not supposed to bring it up, which I was yeah. always the guy pushing for a fucking relationship before I found this yeah. stuff. I was always like, twice. so where, where are we? What, what should we call ourselves? Are you seeing anybody? Oh, I'm not seeing anybody. Maybe we should be exclusive. I'm, Does it work? It, 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 it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, so if, she's, if she's dropped it a hint a few times, yeah. I mean, so far, like the last like three times, like oh, yeah. it's pretty consistent. So you're like sure the next time you see her, she's going to bring it up yeah. again. And then yeah. you're going to just sort of try to make it her idea. And yeah, we, t- it came <laughs> to a head last week. She stayed over last week and everything was good. And then, okay. We can't, we, in the morning, she kind of had this conversation and I went down the route of, I don't personally think we're on the same path. We've, we're at different stages. And yeah. uh, so she left in tears, to be fair, last week. Uh, I was quite upset. She's a good girl. And then mm-hmm. a couple of days later, we just she messaged me. I messaged her. So I met her last week and I just said, uh, what did I say? I just said, I, I enjoy it. I value your time. I value your company. Uh, I think we should give it a go. And it was not necessarily me initiating it because I was just, she's been initiating it for weeks. So I, I just thought I'd, be fair to her really and just said i'll uh i'll stop spinning plates basically oh so you did you did tell her that i did tell her that yeah but okay. i haven't done for a few weeks for a few weeks i've, I've made the joke of oh 
you know, it's my Tuesday chick or it's my Wednesday chick. And I have made them jokes and she hasn't liked it. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you've had that conversation, but you haven't made it official yet. No, no. I've just said, I'll, uh, we'll, I'll see where it goes with you basically. Oh, well, I saw, I saw her tonight. I saw her tonight and she says, Oh, is that your uh, Tuesday chick on, on the phone? And I thought it might be. I said, I've told her I'm busy with you. I just make little comments, make a little, you know, I'll keep her <laughs> guessing. I still keep her guessing. Still keep her guessing. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So every man needs to focus on their purpose or mission. Yeah. And uh, we talked about how like uh, you're a police officer now, but yeah. I don't necessarily think that you know, mission always means career. What, no. what would you say your mission or your purpose is? Uh, I know it doesn't mean necessarily career, but because it's quite a relatively new career for me, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to do well at that. I want to master that role. I want to get better at it. Uh, ideally, I want children. I want the normal things, really. Uh, I think your mission is just to find yourself, find just, I'm a very big believer in knowing yourself inside and having inner peace. I think so many people don't have inner peace and it's important that we get that, you know. Yeah. My 20s, I think a lot of men, especially a lot of men, I think we go through a lot in our 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, heartbreak, depression, you know, money problems. I don't think we know ourselves, and I think you just got to find that inner peace. And I think I found that over the last few years. And it's always a it's always a development. You, you, nobody's ever the finished article, uh, but I think you just gotta I think you just gotta have the awareness to develop. You know, see your mistakes. I think that's important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I actually think that's really cool that you sort of started down that path uh, at your age, and you're probably thinking that you're uh, old already, and I'm thinking <laughs> that uh, you're yeah. you're still a young buck. So yeah. Cause I didn't start down that whole like self discovery. I, I'm looking at like this year, the year of 2020 yeah. as like my year of enlightenment, you know? That's the year for you, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, um, it's funny. I, I, I credit my last long-term girlfriend for getting me into like audiobooks. She really yeah. got me hooked on them. And, uh, and, and also she got me hooked on like educational books yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, although like, when she got me into that stuff, I was focusing more on stuff like, uh, you know, like finance, you know, and investment yeah. type books and stuff like that. But it was like this year that I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to like, I started focusing on a lot of attraction stuff and I, I started focusing on relationship type books. Cause I was like, yeah, you know, whatever I've been doing my whole life hasn't worked. Yeah. And it's just like snowballed this year. Oh, and yeah. then I, I found the group and it's just been like, oh, you know, just my mind's just completely open this year. And, uh, and I feel old as hell that I'm just now learning all this shit. And, and I see some of these young guys on the page, uh, like there's this guy, uh, Linus, uh, lives down in, in Australia. That yeah. kid is 18. And I've seen he's, him. Yeah. yeah. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Yeah. He, he hits yeah. me up like every day asking me just like every question under the sun, but yeah. it's just because he wants to learn and get better. And I'm cool. like, I was like, man, I wish I was more driven like that when I was 18. Yeah. I, all I wanted to do was chase tail and get drunk, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing how many people you meet in life who don't have the self-awareness for development. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people, life just happens to them. 
And they don't, they, don't, they don't think, they just, you know, this, things happen, bad things happen. People have breakups, people get divorced, and people just think, oh, that's life. Women are just crazy, or can never understand women, or, you know, life sucks, but it's all down to us. And as soon as you have the self-awareness to realise that everything is down to us, that it just opens it up, then everything changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing I, I, I realized, uh, especially this year, like I really noticed it is that, you know, uh, we learn like our relationships and stuff from our parents. Yeah. And my parents have, I mean, they're still together. They're still together, but they have the shittiest relationship. (laughs) They, it's like when Corey describes his his parents' relationship in the book, how there's like no love there. You know, his parents aren't like hugging on each other, and you know, that was my parents. Like, and and so that's that's like I grew up thinking, oh, that's just how marriage is. You know, you 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 get comfortable with somebody, and you just sort of live with them, and uh, that's just how life is. And yeah, that's not the way it is. It's not. That's not, no, and that's why I think yeah. the divorce rate is so fucking high. Absolutely, yeah, of course. People don't have the awareness to look within. You know, my I put it on the group the other week. My mum left my dad when I was 10. Uh-huh. Uh, quite a nasty, to be fair, quite bitter at the end. Uh, and I was old enough to understand what was going on. Uh, I see both sides of the story, but my dad, has, my dad has never, he's never really accepted the full, accepted fault for it, really. To be honest with you, and I've looked now, and I think if he would have got Corey Wayne's book twenty years ago, it would have been a different, different outcome. Because you know, he's just pointed the finger at my mum, and you know, my mum's crazy. My mum did this. My mum did that. And I think, no, Dad, if you'd have looked at it differently, look, looked at yourself, and thought, you know what, maybe I am doing this. Maybe I am doing that. Maybe I'm not quite finding out whether she's happy or whether I'm not opening her up. You know, my mum was probably closed emotionally for ten years. You know. And he, he was he didn't have the awareness to, to open her up, you know. So that happens in millions of marriages. Sure. So to have to have the awareness that whether you're 41 or 30 or 18, just count yourself lucky that you've got the awareness, you found it, you know. It's it's really important. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, I um like for my like it's funny after yeah. reading all these books, uh, yeah. you know, I, I th- like most of us. Yeah. You have a lot of that self-reflection, right? You look oh, back yeah. at previous relationships and you're like, why did that fail? Like, what did, was it my fault? Did it, you know? Yeah. And with my marriage, I look at it like, I, my, my ex-wife was kind of a cunt. Honestly, she was, she really, <laughs> she really was. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't think anything I, 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 you know, I could have definitely done better as a husband. Yeah. I definitely could have you know, try to keep that courtship going, but yeah. we, we did a bit, like we got married way too young and, you know, we definitely grew apart. So I don't think that anything truly would have saved that, you know, and she yeah. and I, we get along okay now, but, yeah. uh, you know, I never want her back ever in my life, yeah. ever want her back. I feel bad for my kids that they even have to go over there every other week. But but my ex-girlfriend that I broke up with last year, I look at that and I was like, fuck, you know, I actually really did like that chick a lot. And if I would have just done better and did what I did from the beginning and courted her the whole time, we probably still would have been together. Yeah. But but I wasn't that 3% man. I got complacent. I'm like 99% sure at the end she cheated on me. 
I, I don't have any evidence of that, but uh, there's just certain signs that I look yeah. back on and go, mm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, uh, but still like that's neither here nor there. Cool. I feel learning like, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like if I was a 3% man from the beginning, she never would have, you yeah. know, and I, I'm not excusing that behavior at all, but you know, if I, if I did what I was yeah. supposed to do, she wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have done that. No, absolutely. Yeah. I've had four or five girlfriends and there's only one relationship where, I was would say it was it was never going to work long term, okay. and that's fine. You've got no issues there. But there's probably three or four relationships where I point the finger at myself. I don't blame any girl. I don't hate any woman. I don't I'm not bitter against anybody because the behaviour that we allow it stems from us, you know. And yeah. the what we do and what we didn't do, you know, uh, acting needy, the classic classic scenario, acting yeah. needy. Uh, getting upset when you don't see them as often as you'd like, you know, little things like that. Years ago, you'd point the finger and you'd say, well, no, I just want to see you. But then you've got to realise how it portrays to them. And I don't blame anybody for ending a relationship with me because at the end of the day, I didn't know, I didn't know the principles. I didn't know how it, how it comes across being a weak man. You know, you just, it's not the way to be. Yeah. So I take full responsibility for it. It's, it's nobody else's fault. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Else's. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, yeah. And with cop chick last year, yeah. like the oh, police yeah. officer that I, I dated, man, yeah. um, with that one, she presented me like if I had read the book when I met yeah. her, she presented me with a perfect fucking scenario yeah. where she only really was available like once, you know, once or twice a week to hang yeah. out because she had small children and she was a cop and it's a very stressful job. And she like on the, uh, the nights that she, or the days that she gives her kids back to her ex-husband, she needs like a full day to decompress from all that, you know? Yeah. And so she like, and, and I was just such a simp, you know, just trying to push <laughs> that relationship that I had with my last long-term girlfriend onto her, you know, yeah. which is like, I want to see you every other week, the entire time I'm available. Yeah. And she was just like, I, I can't do that. And I was just like, what are we even doing here? But, you know, it, it, like in hindsight, I'm like, fuck, that was like the perfect setup. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, you've got to, you've got to mirror their level of effort. Sure. And it might be, it might, it might be hard inside if you like somebody, but you just got to think, you know what, cool. I'll see you next week. Yeah. And you just got to, you know, you've got to have that, you've got to have that inner, inner center where you think, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, I'm finding that with uh, with Marine Corps chick, you yeah. know, because so so like we're still very new, but I'm like I need to be very proactive of not trying to oversee her. Yeah, you know, if she wants to see me, uh, okay, you know, like yeah. so like, last night she uh, she invited me over and she like to cook dinner and stuff like that. So I went over there and she made me dinner. I wasn't expecting to see her at all though. Yeah, she just yeah. sprung that on me, but I was like, okay, you know, Corey says yeah. when they reach out and they want to see you, like just use that as yeah, an opportunity. So I was yeah. like, sure. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, but uh, let her do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If you, I've been there and done it with in, in past relationships where if I wanted to see somebody more than once or twice a week, I'd let them know. And uh -huh. then they would know that I was slightly not upset the wrong word, but, you know, disappointed, and it just—it's so unattractive. It's just yeah. not something you do. 
But you learn, don't you? You learn. Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> that's a yeah. actually a really powerful thing that Corey teaches us about being indifferent. Yeah, so important. It's so important. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to break yourself of that habit of not yeah. giving a shit. But once you uh, like embrace it, be like, oh, you yeah, truly it's, it's don't, you truly yeah. don't give a shit. And then nope. like nothing bothers you. Like they're, they're like, no. oh, I can't see you this week. <laughs> okay. That's you right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course. Yeah, it's, it, it takes a lot of work. But yeah. no, once you get to that point, it's brilliant. You know? Yeah, yeah, really. I, I love it. Yeah. I feel like um, the whole practice of plate spinning and dating yeah. multiple chicks and yeah. even having them cancel on me. You know, because yeah. I had I had like uh, a number of chicks cancel on me because like you know dating apps chicks are flaky. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I I got to the yeah. point where I just oh great you cancel on me perfect I get more time to myself you know I can yeah. study, study my books I can work on the podcast I can watch yeah. like a movie I've been meaning to watch like fucking awesome. Yeah. And I like I really learned to enjoy myself like time by myself. Yeah. And so when yeah. it's like when you know Marine Corps chick doesn't want to hang out or we don't have any dates set up or whatever. And I, and I'm not, I don't, I don't have to text her, you know, and it, it, yeah. honestly, if she's not texting me perfect, because I'm not, we're not supposed to be texting anyway. No. <laughs> so, no. cause I used to be that anxiety ridden guy that was like, I sent a text. Why haven't she, why hasn't she responded yeah. back yet? And like, they never um, done it. It's not good. Yeah. That's why the, the girl I'm just, who I'm seeing at the moment, the reason why, and I look back now, the reason why it's gone to a T perfectly I see her once a week, maybe once every two weeks. I don't text her every day. She's the one who initiates. And to be fair, I played it to a T, not deliberately. It's just it's just played that way. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Yeah. She my knows head. I'm busy. She knows I've got my own life. She knows I've been potentially dating other girls. You know. <laughs> your Tuesday chick and your Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, some things I like to do on the 3% man Facebook page is not to just encourage guys, uh, in their effort to be better with women, but to be better in general, you know, mentally, yeah. physically, and sometimes spiritually, what are some things you're doing in those areas to be a better man in general? Yeah. I listen, like I said to you, like you, like you do as well. I listen to a lot of podcasts, not necessarily about dating either. Uh, just, Self-development, self-growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do work out. I try and work out three or four days a week. But I do think that's important for your mental health. But no, in terms of podcasts, like like your uh, your financial podcasts, I listened I listen to that today. That oh, was okay. good. I just think you should always get different perspectives, you know, on you know, weakness, the strengths, everything. Everything about self-development, I think people should be proactive. You know, it's not just about it's not just about dating it's not just about women it's about life you know yeah so many things you can read up on what yeah. uh what's your favorite podcast right now besides, besides come on man just kidding yeah <laughs> <laughs> i listen to a uh, elite man podcast with that one elite man no yeah oh. elite man podcast is with a guy called justin stenstrom okay and uh, no he's an american guy i think yeah he's brilliant really really good uh well to listen to uh, Ed Milet. Okay. Ed Milet show. Listen to him. He's brilliant. Really good. What's his uh, show about? Ed Milet's just about personal struggles. He usually has like a NBA players on or NFL players. Okay. He just talks about people's people's struggles in life and how they've overcome them. And uh, he does an epi- he does an episode called uh, the Echo of Life. 
and it's only 15 minutes long, and I definitely recommend it. It's called The Echo of Life, and it's about how everything, everything we do affects us down the line. Mm. And it's about just, it's, it's, it's hard to explain it. I just definitely, definitely listen to The Echo of Life, how everything bad that we do affects us 90 days down, and everything good that we do takes longer. But everything that we do today will affect us in three months' time. It's about mm. just building them little steps every single day to become a better person. Really good, really good episode. Okay. I'll message you after I put it in, put it in the group. Okay, yeah, sounds yeah, good. Really good, yeah. Um, so based on your experience on the, the 3% path, what yeah. kind of advice would you give someone just starting out? Definitely indifference is so important and building building in a confidence that, yeah, you're not going to get every girl. You're not going to get every date. You're not going to get every woman that you want. But I personally believe inside that, yeah, a girl might not find me attractive, but I've got plenty to offer everybody. And if they don't want that, somebody else will, you know. And it's just an inner, it's an inner, inner belief inside that you've got enough to offer. And that's not just to women. That's to work, to potential work contracts, friends, Everything in life, you just got to believe what you bring to the table is enough. Yeah, abundance yeah, mindset. That. Sorry, abundance mindset. Absolutely, yeah. You've got to, you've got to be able to go to the, go to the table. This is what I offer. Do you not want it? All right, then no problem. Somebody else will. Yeah, it's very important. Next yeah. bus, next bus. Every next bus. Minutes. Yeah, that's, that's been so true this year. The next bus. Oh, yeah. The amount of plates that have stopped spinning for another one to start spinning the day later. It's amazing. I, uh, I was telling myself, so one of the things I do, uh, and I think I might've mentioned it in my law of attraction episode, Yeah. but uh, one of the things I do is I, uh, I have like a a bunch of affirmations that I recorded myself saying, and I play them at night when I'm sleeping. Right. Cause when you're sleeping, it's just, your subconscious, the only thing that's working still. And it's just, soaking it up. Soaking right. It up. Yeah. And so one of the things that I would tell myself in that recording was that if a chick stops, like if I stop seeing a chick, yeah. two more, two more will pop up. Yeah. It's place. amazing. It's and, amazing. That happens. So and, true. And, and when I started doing that, it was, it was amazing. Like, yeah, one chick like would fizzle out and then all of a sudden I would get like two hits on yeah. d- dating apps. I'm like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. It was like Hydra. <laughs> yeah. going, going back to your last question. Yeah. That's another thing, lad. Uh, when we get blown off or ghosted, it's very, it's, it's very easy to get caught up, isn't it? We've been there. Sure. You know, you want a girl to message you back. You're like, oh, I liked her, I liked her. You, the amount of women who I've ghosted, no, they've ghosted me or whatever, or it's not worked. I don't even remember the name now. Yeah. Literally just, that's who, it. I don't who even the think, fuck are they? Yeah. I don't even, matter. yeah, I don't even, I can't even remember the name. And it's very important for people starting out not to get too caught up on one woman. We've all done it. We've all done it, but it's, yeah. you just got to move on. I, I used to do it a lot more before I started like uh, uh, doing the plate spinning where you're dating yeah. multiple women at once. Yeah. Because, uh, and I used, I used to always say to myself, and it's a self-limiting belief like, oh, there's no way I could date more than one chick at a time. I couldn't deal with yeah. that drama. And so yeah. I'd tell myself that and I would find one chick and I would pursue her relentlessly. 
Yeah. And then when she like blew me off or didn't text me back, like it would destroy me, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. It's, yeah. But when you're dating like three or four chicks a week and one, one doesn't text you back, who gives a shit? You got these yeah. other two or three, you yeah. know, like yeah. it, it's amazing. And I was like, I definitely, I definitely recommend people dating more than one woman. Yeah. You know, I've had this discussion with like pe- people a bit older. I've, I've had this discussion with my dad. And even my dad says, oh, should you be doing that? Should you not just focus on one? I'm like, no, dad. <laughs> no. You was, <laughs> you know, you was, you was funny because yeah. I, I, I say, you know, we learn our relationships from our parents and my, my yeah. parents, uh, their relationship sucks. But my dad yeah. used to be like a fucking player back in the day. Right. And yeah. so he like loves living vicariously through me. And yeah. so he's like, who are you dating this week? And I'm like, oh, I got a couple of chicks. He's like, yeah. You know, like my dad's just like <laughs> totally down with it. You know, and yeah, my mom, my, dad, my, yeah. my, my mom, she's like, what? Huh? What are you a player now? And I was like, mom, you can't win if you don't play. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's, <laughs> my mom's not too impressed. Uh, my dad thinks it's a different world to what he, where he's from. Yeah. Uh, but no, you've got to, you've got to keep your options open. It's so important. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You learn, you learn from different women, different types of women. Yeah. You know, I, I can spot a character, I can spot a type of girl now within five minutes on a date. Straight sure. away. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Uh, Linus talking about Linus, uh, in, yeah. in Australia, he, he was telling me that he was, he was explaining all this stuff to his parents and they were like, no, you shouldn't do that. You should try to be friends with the girl first. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, he called me one night because his parents were like fighting or something. He's like, can I talk to you real quick? My parents are fighting. He probably doesn't want me telling this, but yeah. Don't call me Linus. If you don't want me to tell this stuff anyway. So he, <laughs> so his parents were fighting and uh, you know, and so he was, he called me and I was talking to him about it. And, uh, and then a couple of days later, he's like, Oh, my parents are giving me this advice. I was like, your parents relationship is clearly not, what you want in life why would you even listen yeah. to them you know like yeah, the- <laughs> absolutely yeah it's true yeah i mean yeah. Corey, Corey talks about in the book don't get advice from people whose relationships aren't what you want yeah i uh my dad's with my dad's been remarried he's been remarried for 13 years and I, I look at their relationship and they love each other but there's a lot of bickering and you know i think sure. yeah you know she's i look at it and think you know that's not what i want you know, but that's the self-awareness again. Yeah. We've got that awareness to think, you know what, what that what you've got there is not what I want. You know, it's it's very important. I learned nothing off my dad. <laughs> learned nothing off it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way in my twenties. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, bless yeah. our bless our dad's hearts, you know. They I know. They they oh, do yeah. they, they learned their relationship skills from their parents too. And you know Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But no, I definitely think that if I have children, I have kids. I'll definitely, especially a guy, if I ever if I have a boy, I'll definitely try and teach him some fundamentals. Absolutely. Oh, that's a tough one because you know? I do have a son. He's eleven. Yeah. And he's always got little girlfriends, you know, he's like a little Casanova. Yeah. But yeah. what I try to explain to him, like the the PG rated principles, the PG rated three percent yeah. principles, he's yeah. just like in one ear and out the other. He's like, nah, dad, like what? And I'm like, yeah. it'll come. I'm three or four you, years buddy. time. Yeah. Three or four years. Telling yeah. you, buddy. Telling you. <laughs> I just wish we'd learned this. I wish somebody could teach us earlier on, but we're here now. We? There's there's yeah. so many, not just like the dating stuff, but although the dating stuff's really big. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many like audiobooks that I've listened over the last, I would say, like two or three years where I was yeah. like, 
fuck, I wish I would have learned this when I was like yeah. a teenager and stuff. But oh, I was too yeah. stupid to to have listened back then anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> is, there, uh, is there anything in the book that you don't necessarily agree with or that you don't find works? You don't go down? Uh, that's a great question. Yes. Uh, so in the book, Corey talks about setting a definite date so that chicks don't flake. Yeah. And one of the things that he says is he tells a chick, okay, we have a definite date. If I get to the restaurant first, I'll get us a table. If you get a restaurant, yeah. get to the restaurant first, you get us a table. Otherwise I'll see. I'm like, that is way too fucking long winded. I would never yeah. say that. Yeah. But, yeah. But uh, that being said, and I had that conversation with Benny when he was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I feel like that sort of thing is fine when you call a chick on the phone. Yeah, of course. But yeah. I've always been like a texter. I'm the same. I'm a texter. But and one of the things that Benny brought up is that uh, if you're texting chicks to set up dates, you get flicked yeah. on more. Yeah. And he's like, if you like pick up the phone and call and set that date, he's like, the chicks will fl flake way less if you get way less yeah it's more yeah. concrete it's more confirmed yeah, yeah. yes uh, which I, I still haven't tried yet but yeah <laughs> how do you feel uh doing the texting to arrange dates and that's it how do you find women approach that um, women, who, women who are not used to that because i find that if i arrange a date on a tuesday for a saturday night and then don't speak to her for four days they've already they've already arranged plans with somebody else because they don't, they don't think that it's happening. Right. So, yeah. um, and that's one of the things that like, I've gotten in arguments with guys on the page about, and so I just stopped posting yeah. about it. But uh, that's another thing I don't agree with Corey about, which is n don't confirm. Yeah. So I, um, I follow a, a YouTube channel called How To Beast. And he had a guy on who has his own YouTube channel named Dave Prada. Yeah. And Dave Prada basically recommends what he calls like the confirm confirm method right where uh the night before you're supposed to go on a date you shoot them a quick text saying hey are we still good for tomorrow night at 6 p.m yeah and if they don't reply back well then you just don't show up to the date and you haven't wasted your time of course yeah. and the, uh but if they do reply back well now they've confirmed yeah. Yeah. so then the next day you do it one more time and that you just say hey i'm excited about tonight yeah and if they don't reply to that yeah you don't show up to the date no. <laughs> and you haven't you haven't missed out on anything that's usually when they'll like flake on you and they'll like they'll reply back say oh i can't make it or something like that yeah. and and either you haven't wasted your time yeah or, you should usually tell yeah or they they reply yeah. back saying oh great see you then and uh one thing i told benny is you know if a chick either ghosts you that first one or cancels or whatever they're not canceling or ghosting you because you confirmed yeah they're, they were, they were going anyway. They were going to yeah. go, they were going to do it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't feel like, I feel like that method has saved me so much time, especially yeah. for the chicks that live like an hour from me. Cause I live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That, that method has been really solid, but Benny also brought up the point that if you just called them, you probably wouldn't even have to fucking do that. And I was like, yeah, fine, Benny, you know, you're yeah, I do something similar. <laughs> I don't necessarily, I'll, I'll text a day before. Sure. Uh, but, I, but I don't ask. So it, it'll just be, uh, hope you've had a great day. I'll see you at 7.30 tomorrow. I'll just tell them. I'll that's, tell them that I'm seeing them. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way of doing it. Yeah. How's yeah. that work for you? Brilliant. Yeah. But then you usually get the odd one who will say, oh, I've not spoken to you for four days. I thought you'd lost interest. Yeah. I get that quite a few times. Uh, I got I got that from yeah. Marine Corps chick. Um, Did you? 
<laughs> yeah, well, she she yeah. didn't she didn't blow me off or anything. I I, yeah. I sent her the confirm the night before, and I said, hey, you know, are we still good for whatever. And yeah. she goes, actually, I thought you ghosted me, but yeah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, cool. I don't yeah. I don't ghost people, and she goes, okay, great, you know, and then we met up, and she thought that she was going to get stood up. Right. And, and yeah. I showed up because yeah. she got there and she told the waitress. Used to it. Yeah, yeah. She was, she told yeah. the waitress, she's like, great. You're, you're probably going to watch me get stood up tonight. And she was expecting me to walk in the front door of the, the pub we went to. Yeah. But I, but I always park in the back at that place. And so I came in through the back and I like snuck up on her and she's like, Oh shit, you're here. It's like, <laughs> of course I'm going to fucking be here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> yeah, I, I find the uh, I find the girls with real high interest. They'll text you the day before. They'll ask you if it's still on. Yeah, that's good. That's a good sign. Uh, good. I I really honestly the the last like four months I haven't had a lot of chicks like yeah. ping me about it. Yeah, not yeah. a couple, couple yeah. Yeah, I, f- yeah. I feel like, uh, but there have been a lot that have fizzled out because I haven't talked to them in like four four days, yeah. and they just yeah. assume that you know whatever, and they moved on. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I've had the best thing lot. about Corey's work, I think the best thing about learning the principles is it, like you said before, it disqualifies certain women. Yeah. It, Corey says, doesn't he, it disqualifies needy women. People who can't handle not talking every day, all day, are not yeah. used to it. You know, so you know straight away what you're dealing with, straight away. Yeah, yeah, then that's the way I look at it too. Like, I don't get, I, uh, at first I would get upset by it. Like, fuck, you yeah. know, they canceled on me. Fuck, they canceled yeah. on me. But now that I looked at it like, well, they probably would have been a shit date anyway. You know? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I've had some <laughs> shit dates. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. I did. <laughs> did you listen to my my tale yeah, to train wrecks? Brilliant, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some horrendous dates. Like, oh, yeah. Funny, I, funny ones. Those those two definitely fucking top. Yeah. Top to especially well, blackout chick definitely fucking that's the worst yeah. date of all time, bar none. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worst date. Yeah. I've had a couple. I took out a married woman. Uh, oh, whoa, really? Did you know she was married? Yeah, well, I knew she'd been recently separated. I didn't realise, though, that three months earlier, her husband had left her. Three oh. months earlier. And she wasn't over it, let's be honest. She wasn't over it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she broke down in tears. I ended up being a therapist. Uh, she said to me, you could have been anybody. I just wanted the company. Uh that's no, it's, oh, absolutely. Yeah, but looking back, I'd have laughed. You know, that yeah. was her issue. She shouldn't have been on the date. Uh, I've had, I've been catfished. Sure. Complete, some completely different, though. Uh, yeah, I've got some funny stories. Absolutely. I think we, especially with online dating, we've all yeah. done that. Which is so. That's another thing in the book that I, uh, I didn't do. So Corey talks about. Yeah, showing up for a date and a chick looking completely different than her pictures, and he's like, yeah. "I would have turned around, and walked out. I wouldn't give her the time of day." Yeah. I've always I always looked at those dates uh, more along the lines of uh, Dr. Robert Glover and Dating Essentials yeah. for Men as just good practice, you good know. Practice, yeah. So yeah. I show up and I'm like, "Oh, this is definitely yeah. not what I expected." Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm obviously not going to take her on a second date. I'm obviously not going to fucking make out with her or anything like that, but yeah. I can see her and talk to her and, and uh, yeah. practice body language, practice leaning back, making myself yeah. bigger, letting her do 80% of the talking and then, all right, peace out, bitch. I'm... Yeah, practice. <laughs> just don't spend too much money on them. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah you yeah. got to get out there soon. That's why yeah. I like, yeah. First dates. I always just 
yeah, go to the bar and maybe, you know, just get yeah. a couple of beers or something, something not terribly expensive. How often, how often do you find that, you know, you know, within five minutes, you're not going to see him again? Do you, do you get that? Um, I can, well, if it, it's usually, that's usually based on looks. And so yeah. like, if they walk in the, the bar and I'm like, oh, like, um, you know, the ventriloquist, yeah. oh shit, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. That, I know, I know it like within five seconds. Um, yeah. Sometimes even the personality, you just know. You just yeah. know it's not going anywhere. Yeah. That hasn't happened a, a ton. Uh, that happened a lot after I got divorced uh, yeah. years ago. And the yeah. first year, the first year I was on the dating circuit, like after having not dated in like 15 yeah. or 16 years, I was just yeah. like, there was a few chicks where I just talked to them for a few minutes going, this is not going to fucking happen. Yeah. You know? But yeah, one thing, one thing that's important and another thing going back to people starting out, not giving, not wasting your time on people who you're only half interested in, you know, and vice versa. If people are not into you and you're only half interested in them, don't even try, you know, just go out with people who you find who who are at a high level, you know. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I was, so I was a a lot like that with, uh, could have kissed you longer girl, you know, oh, like, yeah. oh, she, yeah, I like, like I slept with her a few times, yeah. but I really like every time I hung out with her, I was just not that into her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And luckily yeah. Uh, the last time we were supposed to get together, she like canceled on me last minute. And I was yeah. just like, okay. So I did the takeaway. I was like, okay, perhaps some other time. And I just let it go and never yeah. fucking, you know, yeah. and then she texted me, I think maybe like once or twice after that. And yeah. I just, I didn't take the opportunity to ask her on another date. I was just like, you know, I replied back to her, but I yeah. otherwise just let it totally fucking fizzle out. Cause I was like, I, I was done with her. You anyway. just, yeah. You know, you, you're not in need, you, you don't, you're not desperate to get laid, you know, right. there's no need, you know, right. Just, it's a complete yeah. waste of time. And know? I was, I was dating shit yeah. test girl at the same time. Yeah. And even then I knew shit test girl wasn't going to be a long-term thing. You know, yeah. she would like, she had a really banging body yeah. and she was really good in bed, but I was just like, I can't see myself being with her long-term anyway. So yeah. like when that fizzled out, I was like, mm, good. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. You just, you just got to learn to prioritize ones of high interest. Yep. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Course, yeah. yeah. It's good. All right, man. Um, I have one last question for you. Yeah. What? What does being a 3% man mean to you? Uh, being a 3%, I thought about this today because I knew you'd ask me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, similar to what I said earlier, I do think it's just about having that inner inner confidence uh, going into life, going into every aspect of life, dating, work, friends, family, knowing what you bring to the table is enough. You know, having that inner belief that you've got to, you've got enough to give every single woman in that bar, something. And if that's not, if she doesn't want that, if they don't want that, so what, move on. You know, yeah. it's having that inner, inner confidence to stay, to stay centered. That's so important. Not being emotionally reactive to life. So yeah. uh, I guess that is my last question. So just to yeah. go on with that. Then, yeah, go on. Yeah. Um, having that mentality, have you found like, so like Corey talks about like having you know, confident body language when you walk. Yeah. So almost like having a little bit of a swagger. Does that, do you feel like having that, like knowing that in your head and believing that like 
just naturally gives you that swagger when you walk around? Uh, yeah, not ne- not necessarily in every aspect of life, but in terms of dating, absolutely, yeah. I, okay. I don't get intimidated by anybody, any, any woman now. I don't, I don't care what they look like. You know, years ago, we could, you, you know, a 10 out of 10 would walk in and you'd be like, oh, oh my God, like, end of the day, she's worthy of, is she worthy of sitting down and having an hour with my company? Yeah. That's the question you've got to tell yourself. Will I, will I like her? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Is she going to be worthy of my time next time? No matter what she looks like. Yeah. You know, it's, it's important. And we've all been there. We've all dated hot women and you get to a point where you feel a bit intimidated earlier on mm-hmm. and you think, you know what? No, I'm good enough for anybody. She might not like me, you know, same into work. You take that into your career. You know, if you, whatever you bring to the table, you've got to, you've got to have that inner belief that it's enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. it. I like that answer. Yeah. All right, Sean, what's well, latest out there. So uh, thank you for yeah. joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Re- All right. Loved it, Paul. It's been really good. <laughs> All right, we'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, we will do. Brilliant. All right, man, have a good one. See you later. See you later, mate. Sincerely, I really want to thank Sean for joining me. I really did enjoy our conversation. The two podcasts he recommended are The Ed Milet Show and Elite Man Podcast. I've added links to both of their shows in the show notes. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.